0: This episode is sponsored by Nourished. <laughs> Today we hear what Amanda Ducks has to say about all things veganism and being a content creator in the world of YouTube.
1: We discuss her journey to veganism, which may come as a surprise, how she built an engaged and engaged an impressive online audience of over 150,000 followers, and tips for anyone wanting to do the same, plus so much more goodness. We think you're going to love her down to earth nature. Let's bring her in. Welcome Amanda
2: to the show. We're so excited to have you on. Oh, thank you so much. Honestly, it's like the best way to start my day. Like, you have no idea how motivating it was knowing I was recording this this morning, like getting myself out of bed early. I was like blow drying my hair, putting my makeup on. I was like, wow, I'm really getting myself set for the day. So, thank you for having me on. I'm excited.
1: I love that. And it's so funny you say that because I felt exactly the same. Mm-hmm. I was like, yep, got things to do, places to be. Like, this <laughs> is feeling so great. Um, yeah. We love to hear that. And a question that, that we ask all guests is if we were to take you on a night out what is your dj song request and why and what would we order you to drink
2: oh i love this question um okay so my dj song of choice always is loving each day by ronan keating Ooh, <laughs> which okay. is just, like i'm i just think it's like the best song ever and it gets stuck in my head constantly and i actually went to my friend's wedding at the beginning of march and they had like a DJ request thing that you could submit before yeah. and I requested this song and I got to like nearly the end of the night and I hadn't played it so I was that girl <laughs> that went up to the DJ and was like I need you to play love and each day by running cleaning <laughs> it gets everyone on the dance floor like it's just so good I Love um, that. Yeah, I love it so much. Drink of choice, I would say. I mean, I'm an amaretto sour kind of girl if I'm, like, having cocktails. But I also just, like, love a cider. Like, if I'm at a wedding, for example, I'm on the ciders. Yeah,
1: nice. Amaretto sour, that's different for Mm. us. Normally we hear from guests, like chili margarita or something along those lines but espresso martini that's a that's a popular one as
2: well unfortunately i'm like notoriously fussy with what i eat and drink and i really don't like many spirits at all but my friend introduced me to amaretto like two years ago and i was like this is my spirit so i just like (laughs) stick with it everywhere i go (laughs) nice
0: I don't think I've ever actually had one, which is a bit embarrassing to admit. So I think I'll be getting on that this weekend, oh, actually. You
2: definitely need to try.
0: <laughs> well, well, for those who don't know you, Amanda,
2: tell us a bit about yourself and who you are. Okay, um, I'm Amanda. I go by Amanda Ducks online, which isn't my real last name, everybody. I know, shocking. Um, a lot of people like in my personal life if they meet me after seeing my socials they just have assumed that
1: that's so funny i, I did the I exact same thing i caught <laughs> myself when i was researching like a little bit more about you
2: i was like that's right her last name's not ducks like what the hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah i guess how do i describe myself i'm a youtuber and a vegan youtuber i suppose i post a lot of uh, recipes and share my vegan lifestyle and do a bit of vlogging as well i also co-host a podcast with my best friend and housemate where we Talk about things that we kind of wish we had heard in our early 20s and we've started referencing a lot of pop culture and stuff lately, which is really exciting. I also work as a personal assistant and a video editor and I have spent the last few years working in social media and uh, recipe development and stuff like that. And I guess that's like the work side of things in my personal life. I like living an active, healthy lifestyle, having fun with my friends. I feel like I'm like writing a dating profile (laughs) (laughs) to describe myself. I'm a Sagittarius. Does that count for something? Absolutely. That's awesome. Well, you're so like
1: multifaceted, but I think one thing that we really wanted to chat to you about to start is your journey to veganism. And I Mm -hmm. saw, like I mentioned before, I did a little bit of research. And on your website, you said that you hadn't even eaten an avo or or a sweet potato before becoming vegan
2: no I hadn't I was like I went vegan I think it's like almost seven years ago now but before I was vegan I really had like such a poor diet looking back on it I'm like I don't know how I was surviving and like getting through the day and like working hospo and all of these things because I was vegetarian from a really young age but I really have been a very fussy eater and so I just wouldn't try a lot of things and like I had never tried sweet potato or avocado. I had like this very bland diet of like bread, white potato and dairy pretty much and eggs. Like that's like basically all that I ate and so when I went vegan it kind of like opened my eyes to like an abundance of other food groups and as well as that really encouraged me to try new things because I really did consume so much dairy like I needed to replace that in my meals with something but as far as my journey to veganism goes like I mentioned when I was younger I went vegetarian like I was around the age of four discovered that when I was eating meat that it was an animal I as a kid just said absolutely not don't want to do that and so my parents kind of battled with me on it for a little while like trying to get me to eat animal products but I honestly just like straight up refused so I was vegetarian like all through my teenage years and then in my early 20s I started to discover veganism online like through YouTube and also started to I went and volunteered at an animal farm sanctuary because my mom and I were very interested in like helping animals and stuff like that. And then when I was there, I learned about the dairy industry and I sort of realized that I wanted to work towards being vegan. It wasn't like an overnight thing for me, which I think is something really important to note. I often feel there is this like black and white state of mind when it comes to veganism, when in reality, like the journey is different for everybody. And I think like intention, not perfection is the best mm. mind. I I love that. And
1: And especially coming from a vegan too. um, It's nice to hear that from like our side of things, because oftentimes it's very, well, from my perspective, it's kind of like, no, you have to be perfect. Like you can't stray. And like, I don't know, it just seems very... Strict or something.
2: Yeah, totally. And I don't think that that is really like that might work for some people, and I'm sure that it has. Like this whole like you have to be this way, otherwise you're not classified as vegan. But I think the majority of people really could feel more inspired to make small changes in their life that work towards that big change, if that makes sense. And I also just think that like if everyone in the world just ate less meat rather than like a small percentage of people going entirely purist vegan, Mm -hmm. it would be a lot better for the planet and the animals and all of that stuff. So I very much so (laughs) stand by that. And it Mm -hmm. definitely, uh, that definitely showed in my transition to veganism because I took like two years to fully drop dairy and eggs. It really, there was a few things I really struggled to replace in my diet and I really struggled to just get there and be that 100% like I'm not consuming animal products person. So yeah. And then I went on like this holiday and I ate so much dairy on this holiday. And I literally was like, I can't do this anymore. And then after that, I was vegan, but it took me a while.
0: It's funny. Every vegan person I know ends up being this incredible cook because they're kind of I don't know if this is the case anymore because we have so many options out there, but they're kind of forced to get a bit more creative with flavors and whatnot. And I don't know if that's the same for you, but do you have like top three vegan meals of all time you can share with us?
2: Oh, this is okay. Great. Um, I think like the first thing that comes to mind for me is like, I personally am like really good at making a tray bake vegan nachos and whenever I have friends over I love making this because I love sharing food with people I think that food is such a great way to connect with others and so I love making yeah tray bake nachos with like black beans and a fresh salsa and I make like this creamy cheesy sauce and heaps of guac obviously and it is like yeah, incredible. Yeah, um, I also I'm coming the over. Moment- yeah. Where's our
1: invite? <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> I also love I feel like when I think about my favorite vegan meals, it really does come back to like sharing it with people. I love doing a bow night. So my friends and I will like steam a bunch of bow buns and then we'll make like uh, uh crispy cauliflower and some like satay tofu, chop up some fresh veggies and do like assembling our own bao buns uh like over the table it's like it's really cute i love it and then something else that i'm like really loving at the moment which i have no idea what to call it is like making this soupy kind of broth on an oat milk and veggie stock and adding some soy sauce or tamari and then also adding in like some rice noodles either like a thick rice noodle or some udon noodles or something and then just like Frying up my favorite veggies and chucking them in, and just having like this noodly soupy broth thing, which I feel like doesn't sound that desirable, but it tastes really good, and it just like is super hearty and delicious. Oh, wow. that
1: sounds incredible.
2: I was ex- I was waiting for just like
0: yeah, just go down to the local Woolies and get, get some get my, tofu, get some tofu snags or like <laughs> vegan sausages. But you've just gone all out with the <laughs> bow buns, and I don't know. Uh,
1: it always surprises me, and even like I catch myself, I eat like very plant-based compared to like a lot of people and I always catch myself being like wow I can't believe I made this and it's like dairy-free or vegan or Uh you know it always surprises me even
2: hearing bow buns I'm like yeah true like wow (laughs) there's so many things that are like actually just accidentally vegan that people don't realize and so I feel like often you know if people meet me for the first time and find out that I'm vegan they'll be like you know, thinking, what in the world does this girl eat? And I'm like, this is just so easy for me now. Like, it's not even something I think about yeah, in any of that. totally. Yeah.
1: yeah, it's so true. And especially, like, nowadays, do you feel like it's changed over the last, I don't know, X amount of years? Um, Absolutely. Especially, like,
2: ordering out and whatnot? Totally. I mean, when I first went vegan, first of all, I was like so nervous to ask for anything anywhere. I remember I wouldn't even ask if things were vegan. I would be like, hi, do you have anything that doesn't have meat, dairy or eggs in it? (laughs) 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 do you want something vegan I was like yes (laughs) Um, but I definitely think that it's changed over time I mean I think we're really lucky in Australia because there is just access to so much vegan food like at supermarkets even when I'm traveling and I'm in like small towns and things like that even if I can't like go to a cafe and get something there's always so much stuff at the supermarket like it's not a difficult thing to do I would say like literally the only thing that I uh think progress hasn't been made heaps with is like I'm in like vegan groups on Facebook and stuff like that and whenever people go to like weddings or like events like Mm -hmm. balls and stuff like that like the vegan food is like so dismal but other than that like it's pretty good
1: yeah, it's like a lettuce cup or something. Like, <laughs> yeah. something so not appetising at all. That reminds yeah. that
0: reminds me of, um, because I used to be predominantly a professional singer and we had a, a Facebook page called Gig Meals where you'd post, because <laughs> you'd usually get a free meal at a gig if you played there, if you're lucky and yeah. um and you'd post if you had a good experience or a bad experience and t- upload a photo of it and everyone would comment like oh yeah that looks really good or like oh I can't believe they served the you know musicians this so every now and then you'd get some you know someone who was a vegan uploading theirs and it was just the most pathetic thing you've ever <laughs> seen in your life I was like these poor people like what do they expect they're just taking yeah. the
1: mickey
2: Oh my yeah. God. That's so funny. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Maybe we found a business venture. Maybe we can open like a vegan pop-up for weddings or something. Totally. Yes. Yeah. Well, switching gears a little bit, Lara and I are absolute fans of your content and videos, imagery, everything you post online. Mm-hmm. Um, was content creation always an interest of yours?
2: <gasps> yes, definitely. I When I was younger, I was like always into like the creative arts. I always said that if I had been blessed with a singing voice that I would have pursued musical (laughs) theatre, which is like a very random thing. But in high school, I was like, I did acting classes outside of school and then I did theatre and drama all throughout school. was always in my school productions and just loved it so much because I was a pretty like anxious, introverted person. And so it was like really, really good for me. I think that's probably why my parents got me to start doing it in the first place to be honest and so I really loved that I loved the arts and then whilst I was at high school I had this amazing drama teacher and he was just so encouraging of my creativity and I really enjoyed screenwriting like I always say like I still consider going to uni to study screenwriting and perhaps pursuing that after YouTube but I really like loved writing And I had this really great teacher and I would show him my scripts that I had written and he would give me feedback. Like he was just like really encouraging and that was great. So once I left high school, I was working in hospo, I, had no idea what i wanted to do like i knew i wanted to do something creative but i was pretty lost to be honest and around that time i started watching a lot of youtube and i had gone vegan and i was like this could be something really fun as a hobby to do in my spare time you know just make videos and see where it takes me and i invested in a camera started like a really bad camera to start like. The quality was bad, but I just started, you know, doing it in my spare time, documenting my travels with my friends and like throwing together these like really random vlogs and videos of my food and stuff like that. And I look back at them now and I'm like, oh my God, I cannot believe I put that on the internet, (laughs) but it was just like a really creative outlet for me and I really just loved doing it and I feel like I really found something that I was good at and that I loved which was really really positive and in that time when I was working in hospital and I started to become you know good at like taking food photos I started to get opportunities come up uh, with like managing the social media for the cafes I was working at and stuff like that and from there everything just kind of snowballed like I sometimes think looking back on like myself like In my early 20s i would not imagine i'm doing what i'm doing right now like i definitely wouldn't be able to believe it so it's pretty nice to look back on
1: interrupting the episode to talk about this week's sponsor nourished
2: amelia and i have pretty
0: out there schedules which means that we are always looking for ways to save time where we can without jeopardizing our health.
1: Absolutely. And so if you haven't heard about Nourished, it's a pre-made meal service that gets delivered straight to your door. And their meals are 100% gluten-free, preservative-free, refined sugar-free, all the free. (laughs) 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 Pretty free. It's just basically free. You don't have to feel guilty about convenience.
0: I personally feel so satisfied, but without that heavy feeling after eating Nourished meals, They don't leave me lethargic.
1: Yes, and I love that I recognise all the ingredients on the back. Mm. It truly tastes like someone's made me a home-cooked meal.
0: If you're a commitment-phobe like me, they've got you sorted with the choice of a once-off box or make it a subscription because who wants to spend their Sundays meal prepping?
1: Not Not me. me. If you want $15 off your first order over $80, use the code SWS15 and don't forget to order before 5pm on Thursdays Brisbane time. How long have you been doing YouTube um, for?
2: Well, I'd say I've probably been on YouTube for like six years, to be honest, but I've really, you won't find any videos on my channel from that long ago. I was going to say, I was
1: like, are the, are the original ones still on your channel?
2: No. <laughs> <absolutely> <laughs> Very not. purposely deleted. Um, they are gone private. <laughs> yeah, I think I might've like even fully deleted so that I don't have to watch them. But I definitely, yeah, I've definitely been on YouTube a while, but I would say like seriously doing youtube i started to take it seriously when i moved to the gold coast which is like four years ago and that's when i was like oh like let's see if i can like start to grow my platform and perhaps like monetize this because before that it was just a hobby so
0: yeah
2: i'm sure you've learned a lot
0: um in your time
2: (laughs) For, for
0: someone um looking to enter the world of youtube and build an audience could you share some invaluable tips you've learned over the years
2: Oh yeah for sure I would say like my number one tip to be honest is to not try and mimic anyone else's content and not try and you know do something that someone else is already doing I mean the internet is oversaturated in general there are so many content creators so I feel like you really need to stay true to yourself and like really create content it sounds really like cheesy but like from your heart and things that you're actually passionate about because Mm -hmm. i think it's very obvious when you're doing something because you think that it is going to like perform well rather than doing something that you really really care about if that makes sense like Mm -hmm. it's it's definitely hard to stand out so if you are just like doing what other people are doing like for example, I make what I eat in a week videos, which is all, you know, well and good. And there are a lot of people making what I eat in a week videos. But for me personally, I have like a certain style that I like to stick to that has just like proven to be something that I really, really, you know, love and enjoy making and that my audience receive really well. And I don't think that that's like a coincidence because in, you know, in the past I've had videos I've posted where I've really felt like I was like trying to like do something that someone else was doing and it just didn't engage people in the same way. And I think that's because I wasn't like being true to myself. Something else I think I really recommend is like creating community, not only with people that are watching you, but also also with people who are like, in a similar industry to you mm-hmm. i mean you guys might even find this as well with like doing podcasting and stuff like that it's great to have other creative people around you even if you're just like internet friends with them Definitely. because it really inspires you to like keep going and keep pushing forward and i personally f- have found like so many friends through the online vegan community but as well as that like it's just nice to mutually follow and engage with people who really inspire you and you inspire them Mm. and it can be like content creation can be a really lonely thing because a lot of the time you're doing it by yourself so having that community and uh those like internet friends around you I think is something I really encourage you to do so don't be shy about like sliding into the dms of someone who's doing something similar to you and creating that friendship because it can be really really powerful and really help you with your creative career
1: I love that you say that I feel like a lot of the time creators leave that out when they mention kind of like how they grew their audience or how they got a strong following or whatever there's never the chat about other people and how mm. that has helped them, <laughs> um, and, and their audience and their like content and whatnot. That's, I love that you mentioned that.
2: Yeah. I think it's like, so I appreciate that. Cause I think it's like very, very important, um, to acknowledge the fact that like Working alone is it it can be a really intimidating thing in general. Putting videos of yourself on the internet and like your work there for the public to like scrutinize if they feel that way inclined. And so, I think it is really important to create that support system for yourself and you know, like if if we're all YouTubers, we're all working for the Big Boss YouTube, we're technically all of their employees. So we yeah, may true. well have co-workers in some sense.
1: Yeah, that's that's so incredibly true. This kind of leads on to the next question about creators' ruts because I know, mm-hmm. like, Lara and I are both creative. My background's marketing and Lara's is more musical and singing and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and we know all too well what it feels like to be in a rut with creating content or just yeah, producing anything. Um, mm. Are there some things that you
2: like to do to get you out of a creator's ride? This is honestly like one of the things that I struggle with the most because I can be a really self-critical person. And when content isn't performing well, perhaps my YouTube channel isn't growing, perhaps I'm not getting as many job offers like paid sponsorship offers as usual. I really can take it personally and be like, there's something wrong with the content that I'm creating. And in turn, it makes me feel really stuck. And it's actually interesting you ask this now because I've honestly been in a creative rut for probably like the past six months and I only just came out of it in the past month. And one thing that I did, which is, I feel like a lot of creatives have this problem is that they overwork themselves and they like, when you work for yourself, it's very easy to just be at home and just like have nothing to do. And instead of relaxing, just working instead. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the creatives I know definitely do this and it's something that i've struggled with a lot as well and when i get into this right it's usually because i have been overworking myself putting way too much pressure on myself and not allowing the creative juices to just flow naturally i think being a part of a create being a creative is like you it, it is this just like energy that just like flows in some way and whilst it is good to be like structured when it comes to your work. I feel like structure and creativity, they don't really go hand in hand. Like it doesn't really make a lot of sense. So something that I really am trying to practice at the moment, which I feel like is genuinely helping uh, the way I feel towards creating content is actually genuinely prioritizing self-care outside of work, Mm. not feeling this need to like pump out x amount of content in order to feel validated and not feeling like i need to be performing my videos need to be performing a certain way in order to be validated just Mm. like creating from a space of loving what i'm doing and that comes from really taking care of yourself in other aspects of your life like if you're up editing a video until 2 a.m and then waking up at like 6am thinking you're going to take yourself for a mindful walk like it's probably not gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> so <anyway. laughs> oh, yeah not so to I think that's like my greatest piece of advice uh but I definitely have not mastered it in any capacity it's like mm. a constant uh work in progress for me getting out of that creative rut
1: yeah, yeah. I love to hear that everyone feels the same and that it is a work in progress for so many people because Mm -hmm. I feel like it's ever changing especially like as I go throughout my career the different things that I do there's always I don't know just a different level of like self-care that I have to execute (laughs) or something like I don't know even now for me scrolling on my phone like we all know that that's not actually self-care or relaxing But Uh scrolling on my phone seems work to me now. Whereas some people can just sit on TikTok and it's fun. Whereas I'm like, oh, this is great. I like this. This is a trend. It's just like never Uh ending.
2: Um, I yeah. feel you on that like whenever I'm scrolling through I, I haven't like delved into TikTok yet I feel like I'm ancient when I say that but oh, I just I've
1: only just don't worry I'm like, like so late to the party it's days ridiculous. into
2: it in fact oh <laughs> lovely okay that yeah. makes me feel good I feel seen <laughs> but even when I'm like scrolling through reels I'll, I'll be like enjoying myself and then a trending audio will come up. I'm like, oh, I better save that audio and yes. think about something that I can do with that. And I'm like, oh, my God, I wish I could just like switch off and enjoy a mindless scroll.
0: Yeah, 100%. I'm not surprised, Amanda, that you have had those kind of moments of, I guess, somewhat burnout or um, mm. creative ruts because you own, you don't only do your own content, you know, you also assist other businesses with their creation as well. Yes, what does a typical
2: day in your life, and that's a YouTube <laughs> comment, day in your life yeah. look like for you? Yeah. Well, it's it really changes and it's actually changed a lot in like the past six months or so because I used to do like my YouTube stuff, my podcast stuff, and then I assisted a business with social media and I assisted another content creator with her video editing and helping her just with like general PA stuff. And that just became way too much. So I ended up leaving the business that I was supporting. So at the moment I am, you know, doing my YouTube and my podcast and then assisting this other content creator with her content as well. And so I feel like my days look entirely different, but I always try and start my day with going for a walk in some capacity and lately I either have my morning iced cacao for myself or I go out and I get an iced chocolate at a cafe as like a nice little mindful thing for me to do when it comes to my work oh my goodness I don't even know where to start because some days it will literally be me sitting at my computer all day editing and that is literally it and then other days I will be in the kitchen all day just like cooking recipe after recipe after recipe and other days i'll be like editing photos or going to the podcast studio i wish i could give like a straightforward answer but i i have not had one day that is the same as another day in forever.
1: That's nice. I feel like monotony in work sucks. Like Uh it's, there's, I can't stand just sitting at a desk all day. I need like other things to do. I think that's why I love the podcast so Mm. much because it's different from what I do.
2: Yeah. No, it's so cool. And that's the thing, like seeing as you're both creatives, it would be such a great thing to add this other level of creativity to your life and to your routine. It's like really something to look forward to, I suppose. It's like different. Like that's how yeah. I find it personally. But. Yeah.
1: Yeah, No, a hundred percent. Well, it sounds like you've got heaps going on, but do you have any goals in mind or any crazy things that you're trying to achieve that you can tell us about?
2: Yes. Well, I really want to hit 100,000 subscribers on YouTube this year. I'm Woo-hoo. almost at 80,000. So oh my gosh, feeling like it, I could get there. Uh, so that's like definitely a goal that I have. I always had a goal of, I mean, when I first started YouTube, I just wanted to get to a thousand subscribers and then like <laughs> it goes up from there. But yeah, I definitely would love to hit a hundred thousand subscribers. So I'm really working on my content and creating like quality content that's in alignment with me and my goals. I also am really excited because I'm working on a brand at the moment that I love on a product that we're going to release as like a collaboration, which I can't say any more about, but (laughs) I'm really excited uh, because it's very in alignment with me and something that we've been talking about doing for a really long time. So that is really exciting. How good. Yeah. And Is it, then as can well you as give that, us any
1: hints? Is it food related?
2: It's food related. Oh, yes. okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then yeah, with the podcast, we are starting to dive more into doing more pop culture content and like uh, talking about different topics as well which is something we're really excited about so yeah I feel like there's a lot going on like there's there's not heaps going on but there's always a lot going on and things to look forward to so yeah
0: how exciting can't wait to follow your journey and see where it all ends up thank you um we wanted to end our chat with some fun and we've got four unknown questions for you Amanda doesn't know what these are you know would you rather format if you've been listening to our podcast for a while you'd know we love a good would you rather question Uh uh-huh so we'll start with the first one which is a really good place to start (laughs) would you rather never have an iced iced cacao cacao? Cacao. would you rather (laughs) never have an iced cacao ever again or never create
2: videos again I hate this. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I love when I do this to people. I'm like, I'm going to stitch you up so hard.
2: Oh God, That's so hard. I'm going to say, I'm going to say never have an ice cacao again. Again. Fair enough. I'm that's not sure fair. though about that. Like <laughs> that's really hard. Cause I'm like, I don't know if in 10 years I'll be wanting to make YouTube videos anymore, but I'm like. But you
1: know I'm for really, sure
2: you'll want an ice cacao. <laughs> I know for sure I want an ice cacao in 10 years, but like I really like my life right now with my job. So I think I think I go without the ice cacao. I think I can find a replacement.
1: Yeah, yeah. Fair yeah. call. Fair call. Yeah. Okay, the second one is: would you rather be incredibly funny or incredibly smart?
2: I would rather be incredibly funny. Yeah. Same. I, I mean, my friends always like rag on me for this, but I, cause I always view myself as someone who isn't like super intelligent. I have a lot of very intelligent friends and they often talk about things and I'm like, I have no idea what you are talking about, but I love my sense of humor and I love having a laugh with my friends. So I feel like definitely, definitely that.
1: And I feel like being funny, there's a level of like wit and you have to be quick in yes like intellectually anyway yeah. so i feel like they kind of go hand in hand you know what i mean yeah. and totally
0: i feel like funny people get further in life anyway because <laughs> they're more likable i don't know yeah they're true. more likable so at the end of the day kind of you know,
1: yeah you win.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> um would you rather smoke a ciggy or drink a raw egg for breakfast every morning for the next six months <sighs>
2: Well, I have to say the cigarette. I mean, I've never had a cigarette in my life, but like, but then I'm like, I don't want to eat an egg, but I'm like, what's this is just an impossible health? question. Honestly, yeah, this is such a hard question No, you have to, you have
0: to decide, what
2: no, I'm joking. <laughs> okay. Okay. I think I'm going to say this might be controversial, but I think I would get eggs. This is my way around it. I would get eggs from a friend who has eggs, mm. like has chickens. Yeah, yeah. And I would do the egg because I feel as though an egg actually has some health benefits to it, yeah. whereas a cigarette absolutely doesn't. I've also <laughs> never smoked a cigarette and I have eaten an egg and I'd love to get to the end of my life without having smoked a cigarette yeah. I feel
1: yeah I respect that, that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah no that's, answer yeah that's a good little loophole around that one <laughs> I love it <laughs> okay and the last one is would you rather sleep without a pillow or a fitted sheet for the rest of your life
2: Oh, 100% fitted sheet. My friends are going to think I'm gross for saying that, but like that's what I think.
1: Yeah. I can't imagine sleeping without a pillow. Like your neck would be so wrong. Man, I sleep
2: with like literally like four pillows. Like I like to be in like a cloud, so I just yeah. simply couldn't do that. Oh,
1: that's so fair. Oh, well, it's amazing.
0: Amanda, where can we find you? Where can our guests
2: go hunting? Oh. So you can find me on YouTube at Amanda Ducks. If you just search Amanda Ducks, I'll be there. You can also find me on Instagram at Amanda Ducks. And you can find my podcast, uh, which is called To Be Honest, the podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And you can follow us on Instagram at tbh.pod awesome
1: thank you so much for um joining us this morning we've absolutely loved having you on and I know everyone listening is just gonna absolutely love hearing from you as well
2: thank you for having me on like I said it's like a really nice way to start the day and it's like always so nice to have a chat with creative women so thank you I really really appreciate it
1: Thanks for listening to today's chat. If you loved what we had to say, hit subscribe, leave us a review
0: and find us on Instagram at some would say Podcast.
2: Talk then.